1: Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow The Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening.
3: Thanks for listening to the Best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Odd Couple at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR.
4: You're listening to the best of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker.
5: Until then, let's go to the NFL and talk about Micah Parsons. Uh, his podcast, you know, he had it all season long. And... Um, he said some interesting things. Like, was it yesterday? I guess it was yesterday. Um, he had DeAndre Swift on with him, but he also did a solo bit, which is what we're going to hear. But uh, here's Micah talking about some of the things going on with the uh, Cowboys and their their disappointing season.
1: Go ahead, Robbie. Yeah, so he said a lot. And depending on your perspective, Micah may or may not have thrown the Cowboys front office, the Cowboys coaching staff, and his own teammates under the bus. Mm. So first off, you know, Jerry Jones made headlines when he said they're going to go all in on 2024. Well, Micah had some thoughts on that. Take a listen.
6: We're going all in this year, man. That's what I would hope for. You know, I'm 24 years old. I've been in this league, you know, three years, and i kind of seen it all. And uh, I hope that we go all in. I hope that we go out and get the players that we're missing because we didn't do that this year. You know, I hope that we challenge ourselves, become better and become greater for us. So the Cowboys,
1: who had nine all pros, apparently are still missing some talent on that roster. It's all right, Micah. Yeah, here's the problem. He was saying all year that they have enough.
5: Uh, A few times before the season, as they were entering the playoffs, he was telling Cowboy Nation, get ready for the Super Bowl parade, right? He said that. We get ready for the Super Bowl. All right? After the Niners whipped them by 32 points even, he said, I think we on their level. Like, he talked like they had enough. And I get it. Maybe you say, well, he saw they didn't. Okay. But he was talking all year long about they had enough. And like you said, Rob G
1: nine Pro Bowlers. It looks no, like you all had pros, enough and Chris, y'all just didn't all pros, show up. Not just nine pro all pros. All That's pros. bigger than
5: pro bowlers, obviously.
1: So, you know, but he said a lot. He had a long podcast and then um He's responding to some of the critics were saying, hey, you guys got gashed in the run game against Green Bay. Aaron Jones ran roughshod. Why didn't you move over to linebacker and help stuff the run game? Well, Micah had an answer for that one, too. Take a listen.
6: At the end of the day, we were just outperformed, out-schemed. They had an answer for everything. People saying, well, why ain't not you go to linebacker? Because they said you could stop the run. Well, guess what? The packages are in for me to go to linebacker. There's multiple packages, multiple variations. But I can only play what it's called. Whatever they're calling, whatever personnel they're putting on, I'm not putting out personnel. I'm not putting out the calls. They're, nothing's coming from me. I do see a Super Bowl in my future. I want to be a Super Bowl champion. I challenge anyone to actually go look at the game film and say did Micah play his heart out. To go out like that at home was completely embarrassing and unacceptable. It took me a while to even be able to show my face in the public
5: well look i i we I think we all would believe he played his heart out, but he didn't play particularly well in thank it. you Chris right I mean nobody I don't think anybody's questioning did you try they're questioning why weren't you effective? you're one of the best defender defensive players in the league, right I think he had one tackle yeah he had well he had two tackles that game one solo
1: tackle. One QB hit. This is Micah Parsons. Well, Chris, it's funny you say that because Micah Parsons, as he's been wanting to do, you know, decided, hey, I'm going to weigh in on my own performance, right? And obviously it was an embarrassing defensive showing by the Cowboys. He didn't play particularly well. But if you ask him, Micah Parsons wasn't the
6: problem. I'm at one. complete peace, you know, yeah. and, and I say that because I don't think I could have done anything more to try to win that game. And, and that comes to watching film with the other guys in the room, saying what I'm seeing, being vocal out there on the field. I was completely at peace because I know I don't have no regrets about how I performed or what I put into the game.
3: Thanks. Thanks for that. That's the podcast, Chris. That's what we want for Micah Parsons. I appreciate it. I got a new name for his podcast. Turn his Micah off. (laughs) Because we got nothing.
5: That was a pretty good one.
3: Chris, 290 and his analysis about himself and his team will get you on the subway because he gave me nothing. We get it. These guys, Chris, they play in the game. I have respect for them. If you want me to if you want to tell me about what plays are being called and all the other stuff and the intensity and the stuff that went on, I'll buy into that. But to go to these players and think you're gonna get honest analysis of them, their friends, their teammates, you're not gonna get it. It is a total waste of time. Stop it. If you're going to listen to the podcast and you're going to give these guys numbers, demand that they give you something so that you can listen to it and feel that there's something worth there. There's nothing there. It's a waste of time. I get it. He could have a gazillion uh, uh, downloads because he's Michael Parsons. He played for the Cowboys. I understand that. He'll have more downloads than I'll ever have, and I'm fine with that. But I'll tell you what you'll get when you listen to the Odd Couple podcast you'll get an honest analysis of what went on. And then you can make your own judgment of what happened. It won't be one sided and biased because they're involved. They want to play the game and report on the game. Imagine that. And then his own analysis, Chris. Oh, he played great. You played great. Lost. You lost. You were embarrassed. You should have stood up there and said, you know what? Of course I didn't play well. No team I played on would have given up 48 points at home in a playoff game. I have to play better. My teammates have to play better. And we didn't get the job done talking about he could sleep at night. Really? I'm so tired of hearing these clips from these podcasts. A total waste of time. All right? I'm telling you the new name of his podcast from here on out, Turn Off His Micah. (laughs) Well, I I like your name for
5: it, Turn Off the Micah. That's very clever and well done. I disagree, though, on the content. These dudes are unfiltered. Now, yeah, he 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 was wrong. He played poorly. Um, but getting his honest feel, like, I think he honestly feels that way. And that tells you something, Rob. Why didn't it, it? A lot of players would go up there and say, you know what? I didn't get it done. I played badly. I, I got to play better. He, he didn't do that, which gives you some insight into Micah Parsons. Why didn't you just say, I didn't show up? I didn't get it done. So I disagree with you on these podcasts not having any value. Here's where I'm at on it. My issue is this. Just like I say about Jerry Jones, Rob, and you know this is not new. This is not a reaction to this season. I have been saying for years that Jerry Jones wants The spotlight. Jerry Jones wants, you know, to make news. He wants to be on the talk shows, whether he's actually on it or he's just the topic of conversation or the Cowboys are the topic of conversation. He wants the attention more than he wants a Super Bowl. And Micah Parsons is only following in those footsteps. Micah Parsons doesn't need a podcast. What other player in the league that's that that's that young in any league? I, and maybe there is somebody. I don't know of them. I'm thinking of the podcast I know of. They're either veterans who have won championships, Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey, Draymond Green, or that Paul George hasn't won a, a championship, but he's a veteran. All right, Kevin Durant's got the boardroom, veteran championships. And then there are ex-players, KG, Paul Pierce, uh, the knuckleheads, you know, with Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles, uh, uh, all the smoke, Steven Jackson and, and Matt Barnes and all that stuff. But I don't know, and maybe I'm missing it, but I can't count too many. I can't count any that I know of where it's a guy that young, hasn't reached his full potential yet hasn't won yet, and he's doing a podcast. And, Rob, the point is, like Rob G said, he threw, he definitely threw the coaching staff under the bus. Right. He said that That it was there. Oh, they
3: have packages. They just didn't put it on. They didn't didn't run it.
5: Yep. And we got out-schemed. We got out-prepared. I don't know if he said prepared, but we got out-schemed. He definitely said that. That's the coaches. Now, I don't know if you can argue whether or not he threw his teammates under the bus like, we we need to go get more. We didn't have it this year. That's debatable. But he definitely threw the coaches under the bus. I don't think he did it on purpose, but that's the danger. And, Rob, I think Jerry Jones, if Jerry Jones came out tomorrow and said next year or even on the first day of training camp and said next year, We are trying to do things differently. We're turning over a new leaf because we are tired of not even being the freaking bridesmaids. We are tired of underachieving. So we're going to do something new. I will not be talking to you this season. This will be the last conversation you have with me until we're being handed that NFC title trophy. If he said that, That would take, I believe, take some pressure off these players. It would would clear the air. The culture would be different. And you could go to Micah Parsons and say, Micah, look, I'm not talking to anybody this year because it's all football. And I would like it if you didn't talk. I'm not trying to take money out of your pocket. Heck, I just paid you tens of millions of dollars. But... This year, man, let's focus on the football. Once we win that ring, then do all the podcasts you want. He could do that. He can't do that now. You running your mouth after every game, upstaging your coach. You on the uh radio show locally every Tuesday. So that's what I that's my issue with the podcast. Not that he he's saying whatever, you know, what the content but he don't he puts his foot in his mouth too much cuz he's a young guy. I would have put my foot in my mouth at that age.
3: And so I think that that's my issue with it, Rob. 87799 on Fox. I I hear you. I'm just saying, dude, I I just couldn't and and I'm different I'm cut from a different cloth. I'm looking for some I'm looking for content, but I'm looking for some uh context to it, I'm looking for an honest, I just, I don't think you could be honest, Chris, and it has nothing to do with them knowing the game or, or obviously they're playing in the game, but they can't be honest. They they can't that because they're compromised. They're in bed with too many people. They're too many friends and too many things. So you, you ginger about, about your comments. When you sit down on first things first, Chris, you know you're not beholden to anybody. Right. Okay. Right. You know that. Am I right or wrong? No, you're right. You're right. Greg, that, Greg that Jennings. Is we had, we had Greg Jennings on, and 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 I said this to you before, and I'm not going after anybody. There's a lot right. of guys who I like in this business, but your show right now is the number one show on Fox FS One, right? And have no former athletes, right? That's fact, right. Chris. Well,
5: that's fact, and the fact. number one sports show overall, as far as these types of shows, PTI. Michael
3: Wilbine, no, Tony no, no, no former no athletes. All right. And I'm not saying that there's not a place for them. Right. Fans don't want to hear everything's great, Chris. That's not what they want to hear. Well, the ex players that make it that really get big. That's in why the
5: business, they hate Charles are, Barkley. Ones, right. They're ones they that hate tell em. the truth. Absolutely. They hate Charles Barkley. Why? No, you're right about that, Rob. They don't want to hear a writer or a reporter. Or, you know, who's just going to be honest and not, you know, wave pom-poms and hold his tongue instead of an ex-player who's just going to say, you know, protect his friends and his coaches and, you know, the league and all that stuff. So I, I am I do agree with you on that.
4: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Paulie Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. You know, as the host of the number one rated Paulie and Tony Fusco show, we get tons and tons of fan mail every day. Piles of it. In fact, Tony, why don't you open up one of those letters right now and read what's inside? Yeah, it. listen to this. Dear Paulie and Tony, your sports takes are the dumbest and most well, terrible. Well, wait, not that wait, one. Wait, uh, open this other one. Dear Paulie and Tony, you suck more than anyone. No, not wh- that one. Wait. Try this one. Dear Paulie and Tony, you guys are the absolute best. There you go. At coming up with the stupidest takes possible. You know what, possible. just forget you what, those what? Forget say. Just listen to the Foley and Tony Fusco show on the Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah.
0: Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic, because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. The
2: 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans, and yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates, young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters.
5: Cam Newton has been making some noise. And uh, and good for him. You know, I, I always thought, Rob, and he's not doing it as far as traditional media. But Cam Newton, Rob, I think could clearly have a future if he wanted to. Uh, you know, on some broadcast show, uh, he obviously was a star, handsome guy, um, opinionated, as we'll soon see. Um, I think he could be good uh, if he wants to go that route, but he's doing his own podcast and making some noise with that. And uh, lately, he's been talking about Brock Purdy, called him a game manager a few weeks ago. And uh, he doubled down and went even harder recently after they advanced to the Super
6: Bowl. Here's Cam Newton. I've never said that Brock Purdy was trash. What I did say is Brock Purdy is a game manager. That's not hate. That's just what I feel to be facts. But I still reserve the right to say this. To be labeled a game changer, Brock Purdy has to be the best player on the offensive side of the ball. Mm. And that's not the case.
3: And who's the best player? Christian McCaffrey.
6: (laughs) Man, look, I ain't recanting. And if you really... Wanna just be honest, if you add in the defensive talent and you add in the offensive talent, Brock Parody is the 10th best player on his team. Okay, cool. Did he have a great game? Yes. Mm -hmm. Is he been playing out of his mind? Yes. Is he a quarterback that's hot? Yes. Yes. But he's still the
3: 10th best player on his team. Where you at on this, Rob? I mean, Chris, I, this, this is, and you know I'm not the biggest, I'm not, I'm not like some Brock Purdy right. pom-pom right. guy, okay? But but this, again, is, and I, and I don't want to get on the soapbox, But but this, again, is, I don't feel like he's giving a honest take because he has skin in the game. And I know he's not a player anymore. You think there's a little jealousy? Yeah. I I, I, mm-hmm. I do, Chris. Wow. And I and I, I do. And I think that this is what happens because no one ever talked about him in those glowing terms that he's the next Joe Montana or he's the next anybody. He got I, a lot of love, though. I, I'm just – I mean, he won but, an MVP, but, you, but you know what that's I mean? what I'm But Super that's what Bowl, I'm saying. saying. And I'm saying that it's because of that, Chris – that he feels like, what? This guy, like, I won an MVP. I went to the Super Bowl, you know, but this is before Brock Purdy got there now, right. right? And all that. And people weren't going gaga over me. I had 35 passing touchdowns and 15 rushing or whatever it was, the number, Chris, right? Well, it all it might be, and I, I'm not going to cut you off, but it also
5: might be Rob Cam's What is he, 33? Like, he's still he's not old. of age where he...
3: He obviously feels he should be in the league. Do you, do you see what so, I'm saying? Yeah, there, I, there I, I do d- believe that there's a little bit of that. I'm not saying it straight up uh, all the way. I don't know Cam, Chris, and I don't know his folks. I'm just saying as somebody who's listening, that's what it sounds like to me.
5: That's, that's interesting. That, that, yeah. that, that's my take.
3: I, no, it, look,
5: Cam was a quarterback, same he, position. He's got skin Cam in the game. obviously a more talented player than Brock Purdy. And Cam was just in the league, what, two years ago? Right. It feels like he should still be in the league. Probably feels like he's not getting a
3: first Tom Brady shot. played till he was 40-something and Cam's right. 33 oh, yeah. sitting no on doubt. the sidelines. Yeah. Right. You think he's going to be... Ready to to crown a quarterback, thinking right. like I'm like look at the tools that I had. Russell Wilson's older than Cam. <laughs> think about that. I, I
5: believe Rob, and and he's not in the league, but I, I I think people will be a little surprised when they hear this. Let me check it out. Um, I believe rg G three is uh. No, Cam's old a year older than RG3. But that's young. You know, that's young. Cam's 34. Um, well, let me address what he said. And I think okay. your point, you might be right. I mean, I, I think that's a fair spec that's fair speculation. That's You're not all, it's just you know speculation. Sure. That's all You're it right. is. That's, right. That could be. That's that's not unfair speculation. Um, first of all, let me say this. If Brock Purdy were the 10th best player on this team and I don't think he is. I think he's higher. Um that wouldn't be a shame. Rob Terry Bradshaw is a Hall of Famer and he's a legend. Right? But I would argue that on those Steelers Super Bowl teams and this is backed up not this is not opinion. I'm looking at decorated Who got more accolades? Who made more Pro Bowls? More all-pro teams? Uh, Mel Blunt. More decorated than Terry Bradshaw. Bradshaw did win an MVP, but he only made three Pro Bowls. Okay, He was never viewed as like the best quarterback. I mean, I guess that one year when he won MVP. But for the most part, he wasn't viewed as the best quarterback in the league. He wasn't viewed as as good as Roger Staubach. But Terry delivered in the Super Bowls. And so Mel Blunt, Mean Joe Green, uh, Mike Webster, the center, Jack Lambert, uh, Franco Harris, those guys, and you maybe even Jack Ham. I mean, again, Jack Ham did get more accolades as a linebacker. All those guys have far more, some some of them three times as many Pro Bowl appearances as Terry Bradshaw. So you could argue, I'm not even throwing in Lynn Swine, John Star because you know that's arguable. But all these guys were more decorated than Bradshaw. And yet, that doesn't stop Bradshaw from being the legend and it doesn't take anything away from him as a a key cog in those four Super Bowls. And so there are other quarterbacks you could point to that weren't the best players on their team. Now, Patrick Mahomes, best player on this team. Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, uh, uh, Joe Burrow, probably, you know, he had the injury issues, but no injuries. Those are the best guys on their team. And nobody's saying Brock Purdy's in that class. That also doesn't mean he can't win an MVP. And so I would just say, first, that's not a shame that you have good teammates who are more decorated than you and and viewed as better than you. There's nothing wrong with that. But I would argue, I think Purdy's probably their fifth or sixth best player. And I would say the best player is Trent Williams, the left tackle. You never heard his name in MVP talk. Obviously, he's an offensive lineman. You're not going to hear that. Second best player, I think, is Fred Warner, linebacker. Third, I can go with McCaffrey. We think he's the best running back in the league this year. And Purdy's not the best quarterback in the league. Fourth, uh, you can if you want to argue Kittle, Tight end easier position to play, obviously than quarterback. But if you want to argue Kittle, and then I think you can argue Purdy after that, if you want to say Bosa. Bosa had a little bit of a down year, still good, but sacks are way down, almost twice as many sacks last year.
3: Yeah, yeah, not not a little bit
5: down, right? So Debo, Rob, you noticed I said this on our show a few years ago before his injury. I thought Debo might is probably the best football player in the league, but he's had the injuries. He's even you know missed some games this year. So you probably put Purdy ahead of him. You don't even hear his name uh, like you used is to. Good. Yeah. I mean, so I I, I don't think – I think 10 is too high. Um, but do you think some of this – you mentioned Cam, and and obviously we see the connections between him and Purdy. But do you also think beyond just maybe if there's any personal jealousy, um, that there could be just
3: feeling like Purdy's getting too much love? Yeah, uh, yeah, and that's where it comes from. That's what I was saying, Chris. Like to be mentioned with Joe Montana. What? Well, no matter who it is, like that. Cam is sitting there going, "What? They saying he's Joe Montana? You know, like, and and it doesn't matter. Like to what degree? Oh, he, he, he you know, nobody's saying he has the stats or he hasn't won anything. Right. But, but just to even be mentioned in that breath, I'm sure that that's part of it. And some of the stuff that that might be there. And this is the difference between Chris Broussard making a comment, who's not an NFL quarterback, who doesn't have any skin in the game compared to a guy who won an MVP. uh, You know what I mean? Uh, Who excelled at, at a high level and is looking at this other Mr. Irrelevant kid and they're going gaga over him because he has this great bunch of weapons And uh, a a scheme that worked with no matter worked with it seemed any quarterback they put in it. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to. Well, might not be. And again, I'm not saying he's jealous. This is your take. That's my take. Is
5: a crazy take. But he might not be removed enough from the game. I I will say this: a lot of athletes I see, Greg Jennings, who's on our radio show and on First Things First, right? um, Some of the guys on ESPN, Ryan Clark, all these guys. I do think though a lot of these guys are objective. Ryan has been critical at times of Mike Tomlin. Even you as think Dan Orlowski's critical
3: when talking about the Lions or Stafford? I'm just asking. Well, like, he like,
5: clearly is. Stafford is his guy, right? Okay. I give you that. But I think overall, Orlovsky does a
3: good job. Yeah, I'm just asking. I, like I that's when I think really that's when job. I think it's it's hard for him too, and he played for the Lions as well.
5: And like, he shares that. Some you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I'm just but, saying. But that. I think overall, he does a really good job. Um, and I and like I said, Marcus Spears. I think guys do a good job, but maybe if this is a case, may of maybe not quite being removed enough, you know, from the game. Remember, RG three was talking. Uh, who was, I can't remember what team it was that might need a quarterback. Was it might have been the Browns when when you know Deshaun or guys got. I don't think it was, the, but somebody was kind of neat. need. Remember he threw his name out there. Right. Yep. Like, like, dude, you RG3. haven't played in eight like, years. What? Right. Right. Or whatever and it is, so it hasn't been that long. There, man. those are situations we know Cam would like to be playing. And, and to be honest, Rob, I wouldn't doubt. In fact, I probably bet on it that Cam does make me feel like if I was in San Francisco. There you go, Chris. You with just McCaffrey, it. with Debo, yep. with Kittle. With IU, with the offensive I could scheme that they have,
3: I could play that. The, some, exactly. absolutely.
5: And I don't think he could, Rob, because he doesn't throw it like
3: Purdy. But I'm just saying, I think, but, that but that's yeah, what he he's, may feel that way. Yeah.
4: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
0: Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World? Like, hey, we came to play. Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you, if you could? Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Cause we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort.
7: There's a lot happening these days.
3: Ain't nobody exempt in the barbershop I thought you know we closed the barbershop exempted. down. we talk about whoever and whatever, whenever you want to in the barbershop.
4: Now, it's shop talk.
3: That's right, it is shop
1: talk here on the ACABO. We discussed something that happened outside of the world of sports. This week's topic comes to us from this very TireRack.com Fox Sports Radio studio because there's someone in the building. Who has a budding romance, okay? Ooh. There's a lot of exchanging. It of ain't me Love is in
3: the voice air. Voice messages and text messages. Rob, when'd
7: you go to Atlanta again? What you happened? No, it ain't rom- me. Things.
3: Usually the only time I'm in I got a romance going is after she gets the approval on my MasterCard. Uh, oh
4: geez. gosh.
3: Rob. And, well, anyways, it's <laughs> not, not Rob
1: Parker, apparently. But there's somebody in the building. And, and the other two are married. And so and, and, and it's a it's a budding romance, right? Yeah, there's two um, married.
3: That's right. I mean, where else? It's you gotta
1: know, be Alex. The vibe. Lives are immaculate. That's all I'm going to say. The, 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 there's definitely a, a, both sides are feeling this right now. Really? Wow. However, it Uh has just come to our attention.
3: Alex, is it over? That the other
1: person, the other party to this romantic situation. She's
3: not an anime. It's all over.
1: Not only (laughs) does she have a boyfriend. What? what? She lives with him. Oh, so here's the question. Oh my god. Is that person now obligated to take a step back or does he just got to come harder?
3: No, 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 Alex, come on. So you're talking about Alex. Alex the girl
7: oh, did he, not he, say the Alex. The girl, there, was no there, was, there was no name There was no name specified on the show. Yeah, okay. all
5: right. right. The per, Okay, who the guy that's the guy who in got yes. the guy
3: who has long the hair and a MLB with, shirt on. <laughs> the
5: girl's living with her boyfriend, yes. right? Well, I I think... Personally, you just gotta. So you're feeling her. Is she giving you vibes? That she's feeling. So
7: may I add to the insight of the story? Can I add a little bit (laughs) more, CB? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let me text him real quick to get the info. Okay, just got it back from him. So basically, what happened is (laughs) they met each other at Whole Foods, right? Hold on, that's that's a wrong grammar right there. And when they met each other, basically sparks fly. CB, you've seen rom coms. You've seen how something just somewhere something just happens. You can't explain it. It's probably the whole faith aspect, love God, right? Right. So. We started hitting it off. I'm sorry. I, uh, he says we. I'm reading this off here. Yes, okay, he says right, we not hit not it really off, right, and the okay. entire time it has been nothing but sensational. Both sides are in on this. It, it's just everything's positive, right?
3: It can't be.
2: Hold on. No. Hold
7: on. So then he finally found out that she actually is in a relationship, and she is set living with this guy right now, but he took it upon himself to not only not act on anything, but made it very clear that... That if she is truly interested in something here and feels the same way, or there's something possible that can come from this, he has to wait until she ends it before even trying to pursue it.
5: Yes. No, How do you I feel about that? Right. I, I I think that's right. Like, okay. well, let me add this. So he has confronted her.
7: Yes, they have both confronted what each is other. She
5: what did she say? Like, did she basically, act like she's-
7: no. Basically, hold on. He's texting me back again. Uh, basically, she is saying that it is absolutely mutual and that she is going to figure some stuff out and handle as appropriate as she needs to.
3: Well, I, I, this is what scares me about her. Please should have been out front that she had a boyfriend and she's living with him. I will this say is, this is not this is not like your day, you're like you're living with somebody like that right, when somebody right. when you got a vibe in the supermarket you could easily say hey you seem like a cool person but I want you to know I'm 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 in a relationship or you know what I mean I'm I, like like that should have been Outfront, well, if Chris, I can no? jump
7: in, Rob, there was conversations had before this. Then that set guy asked if she was seeing anybody, and she did say yes. So oh, she, she was up front. Okay. But and she
5: didn't, she, did she say she was living? Not only am I seeing somebody, I'm living, living with no. them. You know what I mean? No. That was not divulged well, until Hold later. on.
7: He's texting me back, Rob G. Uh, no, that was never up front. But it also didn't grow as fast as it did because of a lot of set events. Right. And she, then she doesn't know if anything's going exactly. to happen. Exactly. And then she found out the guy has a podcast uh, plug. He says real quick, shout. Hello Oceans podcast. Oh, and right. in the podcast, she's been such a super fan. She's listened to every single episode and has now even fallen more in a sense for the guy because she's saying, hold on, he said, they align everything that she believes, her morals, value, God, except it's it's crazy, CB. It's like a rom-com in a sense.
5: Well, but, let me I, 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 I have a family member, young, I mean, just in my extended family, young, young person who hit it off with a guy. And he w- was really into her and he was in the same situation. He was living with a girl. Oh, wow. Okay. That. Um, and because of the release, right. That's like, it's not right. like you just, Oh, they get up and leave because of the lease saying, they had to live together for a few more months. Right. The dog, the girl in my family waited. They did not date until he, or actually the other girl to moved, moved, out. moved out right right moved out and so to protect yourself i would wait to start you know dating until they that person moved
7: out well, CB, well, not only did I – the
5: world moves out or the guy moves out.
7: Yeah, I texted him that, and he said he is full on board with that as well. Yeah, that's a so good that's idea, Chris. But and you
5: wait. can stay in touch and, you know, talk on the phone. Right, all right. that stuff. And, and have her it's give like, you a discount at the whole paycheck.
7: <laughs> that's definitely been happening.
5: <laughs> right, right. There you go. But, yeah, that's – and it's tough, you know, because, I mean, she ain't married. She's just living with him and that you know. Yeah, so but,
3: but living with somebody is a, is a commitment. No, it is. You know it what is, I mean? It like, it you're, you're, like a, a you're living with somebody. else. You know?